Hey guys, um, happy Saturday. It's your girl Deidre from Moments with the Mobleys. Um, I hope y'all are having a great morning so far. So this week, hubby and I uh, took a much needed mental break and um, just took a step back to make sure that we're good. And we are, right Mob? We good, what's happening y'all? <laughs> um... But of course, we had to give y'all something. So uh, today, y'all gonna get a special treat. Uh, y'all are actually getting an episode um, of our night night from the Patreon platform. Um, if you haven't subscribed to Patreon, please go on over and make sure you do. It's Patreon. That's p a t r e o n dot com slash moments with the Mobleys, and go ahead and sign up uh, for your small. Uh, monthly subscription fee you'll have about two or three different tiers you can choose from okay um also uh soon we will have more exclusive content coming up from moments with the mobleys and last but not least uh make sure you go to our um website what's our website baby www.momentswiththemobley.com you can find us on all social media platforms, y'all. Check us out. We got stuff coming. We, we, we're a little tired, though. We'll be all right. <laughs> Thanks so much for your support, um, for everything, uh, for following us, for riding with us. Um, we're working on some stuff. We just needed a quick break. So enjoy this episode from the Night Night uh, show, and we are, we'll see y'all next week. Night night. This is moment with the movies. Night night edition. Johnny. Junior. Babe, that ain't sexy. And I'm his wife, Deidre. Hey y'all. You ain't sexy either. Oh. You lied to me and told me that I was a few minutes ago. I ain't lied to you. I'm just not sexy right now. Yeah, I just I just responded to your what you your statement, what you say. And if we're an ordinary couple. Don't be nasty. And we suck like ordinary couple. With extraordinary purpose. What's good, y'all? What's happening? What's happening? Y'all know what I was doing this morning? We carpooled this morning, y'all. And so I was reading Johnny um, uh, the, the verse that our daughter had put in the text message yesterday. Mm. And then our song came on, y'all. And I stopped mid-verse. She did. And started holding, trying to hold on to the side, just the handle that you get up, use to get up in, in the truck. And she started twerking in the seat. Yes, I said twerk. She can twerk for me if she wants to while I'm driving. In the seat. Because it was our song. And I enjoyed it. And he was dropping me off. He had had pulled up to the side of the building to drop me off at work. 
And I gave him some twerking to send him on for a try to shoot a couple of dollars to that's a lot. I got the whole debit card. He keeps me the debit card. I got the debit card. So what I did was, you know, pray for your man, twerk for your man, kiss him, and just go to work. Yeah, all your needs are met. There you have it. And, and to me, I'm a sandwich. <laughs> Pray for me. And fed me. Oh, you're such a good woman. What's <laughs> wrong with you? Come on, what we oh, talking about? Sleepy. We ain't tired. We're not tired. We does this. We does We this. grind hard. We grind. Hard. Why I feel like that didn't even be a song? We grind hard. I ain't messing with you. Come on here. Okay, okay. Come on okay. here. She's trying to make me beatball. I ain't nobody beatballer. <laughs> we mm-hmm. grind. No, no, How are you no, no. Okay, no. okay. So listen, guys. What we're talking about tonight. Yo. Let me tell y'all something. We have, we be hollering when we be going over this, this content, right? And so... Of course, y'all know that we sometimes we rap tight, we rap all the way tight. But sometimes these these topics be hilarious when we're oh, talking about uh, mainly because of stuff that you know that have happened in our lives, you know, and stuff like that or whatever. And then we just refer back to, to it, and we, right? And we half of the story we don't even be remembering. This but life we don't funny. live, Jesus boy. Excuse we me. Be, oh God. So. This topic was actually my suggestion. It was. And he follows along with my foolery. I do. So. She gave me trap every day. This, y'all, sexual health, living with STIs and infidelity. What's STIs, Johnny? Sexual transmitted diseases. STIs, not STDs. Sexual transmitted what? Read the thing on the sexual <laughs> Y'all, we sorry. We don't mean to be laughing. Okay, I'm a little tired. I'm a little tired. It's sexually transmitted infection. So I've heard, heard I think we've heard them call STDs yeah. like forever. And yeah. so in this article, it calls them sexually transmitted infections. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But y'all, when I first read this and I told Johnny about it, he was like, what? Like, legit, y'all. So, listen. Um, of course, we are sharing where we get our information from. Um, and But this sparks conversations between us that we probably haven't had, like, in Yo, some years. And so, this actually... Like, but we actually it. learn um, from a lot of these topics that we bring up to y'all. So, don't think we just be talking about stuff in haven't ever gone through or you know what I'm saying? Even if not to the full extent. We don't uh, touch it. Right. And we'd be like, So listen guys, STI is an infidelity. If you become infected, it may not mean your partner cheated. Now that's a doozy for you. Because I know some women be like, oh H no. He done cheated. If I if he calling me he done cheated. If he trying to tell me he got something, he done cheated. I'm about to go and get tested. He done cheated. And 
that I, that was my mentality. We so. interviewed a couple of people today, and the last interview I had, they said, I'm going to be tested. And then, bye-bye. I said, we ain't going to try to work on it. No, uh-uh. she said, uh-uh. And she said, bye-bye. Well, she about to have a good reason for saying that. Yeah. This, don't know. this instance that we about to give, this example that we about to give them, wouldn't, that wouldn't help, uh, that wouldn't help apply to their situation. Who would apply to? I don't know, but it wouldn't apply to them. Okay. Based on the, uh, based on the, let me call, let me call it, based on the incubation periods. Y'all, we talking about incubation periods. Y'all. Like, when I tell y'all that this conference, this article was, we was, we pull up. So I mean, we weren't laughing about it, but we was just it like, was, it it's was a lot of stuff that unknown. So let, let me tell you, let me tell you, let me go ahead and, and just push it on out there before we get started reading it. So this part of it was actually a conversation that we had. Mm-hmm. So back in the day, I called DB one time. This was after a situation that happened that y'all got to go on Patreon.com. Night, night. Oh, this is the night that's seeing this baby. But that's what you got to go on, the Patreon. This is the Patreon. I'm telling the other people to go. Well, anyway. Right. You know what? They be trying. They already on here. No, I'm Patreon. Would you go ahead and see what you're anyway, saying, crazy? Listen, anyway, so this is what happened. So, Patreons who are on here, y'all have already probably listened to the one the way y'all, I stepped out. So, after the time that I stepped out, we was working on stuff, getting stuff back together. So, we was building the house, getting the foundation right, starting to build a house. Not this house. Not this house. Mm-hmm. But our relationship. Our relationship. Mm-hmm. So, after this, we were trying to target the time. But after this, right before I went to direct the contract to work, um, I had a situation that when, you know, when I was. It was before that, baby. Before I went direct? It happened then, but not like right before. Yeah. Yeah. So, I had a situation that when I was thin, it was burning. And it wasn't like a, you know, a little burn, you got a little cut. It was like a fire shut up in my, so. Member. In the member. So, <laughs> I was, I did not know what it was, y'all. So, at this time, I was not doing anything. It was nothing like that. Mm-hmm. We was building it back. So, I immediately, I, I prayed. I said, Lord, we trying to work this out, God. I, I can't walk around like this. I got to tell them. Because I've hidden stuff from him before. So now I have to tell her, Lord, tell me how to tell her. You know what he said? He ain't said nothing. Because he already knew I knew what I was supposed to do. But I was trying. See, when you ask God, when you already know the answer to what you're supposed to do, he don't say nothing to you. He be, you know. Mm-hmm. So I called my wife. I said, hey, what you doing? Trouble y'all, what you know? I said, babe, listen. I had to go to the doctor. I said, when, when I'm when I'm when I'm peeing, it's burning. Um, so I need to go find out what's happening, what's going on. And you know what she said? She said, when you peeing, it's burning. I know this blankety blank. <laughs> <laughs> 
He just called me and this, told me. This phone didn't just call me and tell when me. When it's peeing and burning. Now, she was talking in third person, but I was on the phone. I could hear everything. Baby, I know what you're thinking. Johnny, don't kill you where you stand. Are you stepping? No, baby, I'm not. Okay. Right, let me go and find out. I don't, you don't get, boy. Let me find out. I'm like, baby, go get you. But I got to go get because it, it's fire. So I went. So here's the whole thing that she went and got checked. Nothing was going on with her. Mm-hmm. I went to get checked. The guy, he, I think the first guy that I went to, he just straight up said I had gonorrhea. And I was like, well, yeah, but I ain't doing that. And he was one of them doctors, like, yeah, right. I was like, no, for real. I ain't doing nothing. He's like, okay. I said, so there's no way I can get on it. But you got it. No, no. I can't have it. So he said, but you got it. So went to get a second opinion. Went to a different doctor. The doctor told me, I can't even remember what he told me. Now, I told my wife when I had some diabetes, pre-diabetes stuff happen in the last three, four years. And I know when that was happening, I, I felt like I had to urinate all the time, you know, sometimes. And, you know, it felt funny when I did urinate. So I was thinking about that. So we just started looking up stuff. So I'm not sure. I did. I wasn't on no medication. Didn't remember, she didn't remember me being on the medication. She asked me if I got a shot. I don't even remember, y'all. But that was a long time ago. It was ago. so long. I so don't that's why remember. I was saying you may not remember if they had yeah. you on some so type I'm, of I'm meds or if you just got a shot or something like that. If I was on meds, I think I'd remember. If I got a shot, that would probably be more likely I didn't remember. Okay. Well, it could have been that. But I do know that you you called and you said, and I can't even remember what it is that you said that they said. I, I can't remember. All I know is that the I went to opinion. the doctor. The second opinion, I want to say they said I had something else, but I can't remember what it was because we were looking up all kind of stuff. And I probably, I probably can find it in my doctor's records. I don't remember who the doctor. Was. I don't remember who the doctor was either. But anyway, that, again, that was a long time. We ago. We had insurance, so I think we just went to. I don't remember, but anyway, it was a long time ago. So while we going through this, you know, we thinking. We don't even remember how the situation happened, how we got through it, what what exactly what the outcome was. So I told Deidre, I said, this is what the call said. And I said, hey, um, urinary tract infection, could that do burning? And then she looked it up and you said no, right? Um, that not that I had ever had those symptoms. For UTIs normally you feel the urge to pee, to urinate, but you can't or you don't, and you keep like feeling that urge or whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um you may feel like some some discomfort in the pelvic area and stuff yeah. like that or whatever. And so when that happened, of course, you know, you just get a shot. Remember, I, I went that time and I told her that I was having no symptoms. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she gave me the shot. And I was like, oh, okay, here's my arm. And the nurse was like, no pumpkin. I don't want your arm. I need you to pull them slats down. And she said she felt violent. I said, wait, wait, I need to what? And she was like, yeah, it's going to your butt. And I was like, oh, a lot. And y'all, that little, that needle was not that big, but I... I came she out just, of there. She wasn't ready for that. I was like, Johnny, I have been violated because she did not put it in my arm. Y'all, I moaned, I think, all the way home. And it she probably did. wasn't even because of the shot. It was because Feel she her. shot me. Yeah, I, I could have sworn. She wasn't planning on showing right. my booty. I, so her feelings was hurt. I, could, I, I knew she was going to stick that needle in my arm and tell me to have a nice day. 
But anyway, what I did say was that with a yeast infection is when, when you know, when when it get bad. Yeah. When you don't go and get them pills and you think you can get them over the counter meds and all kind of stuff like that and whatever. So in um, our in our conversation, the research, I said, can men get yeast infections? And then Deacon looked it up and yeah. Yeah, you can. So that I mean, I knew it was from a woman who has a, a yeah, yeast a woman infection. who has a yeast infection or sexual or uncircumcised men have more chances than yeah. a circumcised man. So, not knowing the, the the real thing of what it was, I mean, I would have to say it was a STD. A STD. I had it. I must have had got a shot because that's the only thing that made sense. You did because you would still get you. You probably wouldn't have no member at this point. Probably. Oh, I probably wouldn't be on this part. This podcast would probably be strong women still survive. You know what? You're crazy. Anyway. So listen, listen, y'all, because Johnny is crazy. So listen, this this what this whole topic is about um, is to say, you know, we know that we had already been going through our stuff and stuff like that. And I told him, I was like, sir, you were somewhere else because I don't yeah. have it. And so, like I said, a lot of things that we went through, isn't it just like crazy that we can sit here and kind of make fun of this stuff? But when you're going through it, you be you swear you going to you. I'm gonna kill him. I'm we going to I'm going to jail because I'm about to kill him. And I'm going um, to breathe. And what I was thinking, I was thinking, okay, Lord, I done messed up this bad. So it's really like how? Yeah, y'all. I was thinking, I like, can you get it off the toilet seat? Can you? I know that I looked it up, so and, and they actually it. got it in a, in a, in the article or in a article that I looked up at that time that said that because I was like, sir. So, no. but this is what brought us on to this. Now, like I said, at this point right now, because we can't remember exactly what happened or how it happened, we gonna go with I had to have gonorrhea and I got a shot. Couldn't have herpes because I still had that. Um, some other stuff would have been a little bit more damaging. So, and we have, you know, we we go get our blood work done every six yeah. months. So we, you know, we, ain't right here with stuff or yeah. whatever. <laughs> but but at the end of the day, you know, uh, I just wanted before before we even, and I guess we never even uh, thought that we would get into this before we go through the article. But we we gonna still go through the article, guys, because this was some good stuff. Yeah. Um, we there was a there. When you have a particularly a particularly bad time in your relationship and, and something has happened, you know, as extreme as infidelity, the one thing that I know that uh, Satan doesn't like is for you to get through it, get, through it, get on the other side of it, make a decision that you're going to be together and, you know, that, you know, accept the fact that, you know, you are, you both are going to stay, um, you're going to go through it together and let God heal and mend your relationship. Um, a lot of things you, you know, especially us as women, you know, if such and such happens, that's a deal breaker for me. I'm not going to stay or he's out of here or, you know, there's not going to be a, a, a marriage or whatever. But another one of the things, like I said, and then we're going to get into this. Another one of the things that happened after the time when I found out um, that there was infidelity, y'all, is that I used to go to the, the plasma place to give blood. And so this had become like a routine for me. You know, at first it started with just 
me, you know, doing it to get extra money. That's yeah. literally why I started it. And I would go, you know, maybe every other month, every couple months or whatever. But I was telling Johnny today, like it be, it began to be, you know, every time I could, because you you could only come like a certain time a month, yeah, or something. Every every, every so much often you could come, and so this had become a routine for me. And you know, when we needed money, you know, when we didn't need money, it would it just became a way to get extra money. Yeah, and it's not even like I like to be poked, but. It just became, I depended on the money that I could get from there. And it became a routine. It became a routine. It became a routine. And um, what we talked about today was the fact that this, and if this was, y'all, I, when I, I can't even remember the year that it happened, but this was years ago. We were actually, um, we actually, um, I went this one day, y'all, and I was sitting in a chair. And the nurse came and she told me she needed to talk to me. And so she took me in this office. It was a small office, just me and her. And so, of course, when you give blood, you know, of course, they uh, test the blood to make sure there are no diseases, right. no stuff, you know, stuff in it or whatever. Make sure that it's good blood. And y'all, the woman took me in this office this one day and she said to me, she said, you, what, whatever they test for that shows, um, you know, uh, I guess the, the, whatever gene or whatever they get, you know, whatever sample from picks your blood picks up, may pick up something. And she said, your blood has tested that it shows whatever indicator for, um, for HIV. And I was like, it was like I had an outer body experience because I was sitting there looking at her like, lady, what in the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Like what? Yeah. And she said to me, and I I just remember that I just sat there like I was numb. But the first thing she said, is there anybody we can call for you? And I said, no. No. There's no. Because at this time, I'm ringing up in her head like, this joker. Right. At this point, what I'm thinking at this, this point is, joker. okay, God, he stepped out on me. We trying to we you know we getting out we we trying to get ourselves together or we trying to stay together and I'm be complete completely true well I don't know how to be nothing else I was like this nigga done gave me HIV like I was literally sitting there y'all like I was I'm going to find him and I'm what to say who sang the song murder was the case because I was about to have a case y'all. And so I remember, she said, well, stay here as long. She said, remember, it's not conclusive. You know, this was just a, you know, an indicator that came up, blase, blase. I said, okay. So I sat there and got for, for a little bit and got myself together. And then I left home and I drove home real slow. And I remember I, when I came home, I told you that we needed to talk. Mm -hmm. And I got you. And we went to the park, the park that's off of Victory Drive. And we drove up in there, and, and I just parked. We had a conversion van, y'all. And I just sat there, and I told him that I went to, you know, while I was giving blood, I told him the whole story. And I think he just looked at me like, oh, what's the next thing gonna come out of her mouth? But even in that moment, I don't think I, 
I don't think I said you gave me something or whatever, whatever. I just said that, you know, we both need to, I, you know, they're testing my, you know, they're sending my test to a so laboratory. To um, so you needed to go get tested. And I and, said, baby, I promise you. Yeah. I promise you. So this is the second time yeah. something came up and she possibly got some. And I said, baby, I promise you. I promise you. Now, go ahead and finish telling your story. Okay. And so, um, long story short, my test, you know, came back negative. Praise Jesus. Yeah. Um, and I've gotten tested, you know, we've gotten, well, we both have. Yeah. Like I said, we have our, this was many years ago, but we both have our, you know, tests every six months or whatever. And we have like a full battery of tests or whatever. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, I told Johnny, the one thing that I knew straight off the rip was that, again, <laughs> the enemy hates when, you know, when there's reconciliation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because he knew, of course, he knew what we had gone through or whatever. But he, and I also think that, you know, he doesn't want you to, because it, let me say this. If I would have ended it because of that, not knowing what it was, yeah. then this would not be happening. Yeah. We would not be here to give our testimony about how we Jesus. made it through these our things. We, right. so our much girls would have been, yeah, probably. So much stuff would have went sideways. Right. Because what they believed, what they saw, wouldn't have been real. So, you know, with us telling them when we told them, because we told y'all before that it was our relationship and it was for us that did not have anything to do with our kids, so that's why we didn't tell them. Yeah. So one it was good to tell them was when we was gonna share this with other people to help them so they can see that you can go through this. If you go through this, you can still relationships still can survive if you are willing to change. Yeah. But we could not do that without telling our kids so they would know. So Moving fast forward, we found out about that. Um, we got through me having gonorrhea, whatever it was, getting the shot, knowing, not knowing everything. And then we run across in our studies this. Like, we just found out about this. I have no idea. Oh, about the incubation period and stuff I like had that. So, yeah, we, we want to get into this to, to, to let y'all know because, of course, we want to give y'all the meat of this. Okay, so it says. Um, it basically what it's given us is if you, if you know you've been in a monogamous relationship, um, you've been faithful yourself and you assume that your partner has been faithful and all this stuff or whatever. And then, you know, something that comes along in STI and pretty much knocks you off, you know, like knocks you off kilter. Hey, it burns when I pee. Right. And you go, it, it's your first thought is, okay, so you stepped out on me. We, we are in a monogamous relationship. Um, you have cheated. That's the only answer. Yeah. And so when I, when I was reading this and when I told Johnny about it and then we went over it together, it gave us, you know, it says if you find yourself in this position, um, of course diagnosed with the STI, um, understand that it very well could be that they have not cheated on you. Um, because it's called pre-existing infections. So you 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 tell your partner um, that you know of course you've tested positive for an STI 
And of course, your partner is saying, okay, you've been cheating. That's the first thing that comes to mind. Period. But it actually says, um, you know, because you think, okay, we've been in a monogamous relationship. I don't have nothing. So how did you get something? Well, let us give you this to ponder on. It's saying many STIs are not instantaneously apparent. Usually there's an incubation period between the moment a microbe enters the body and the development of obvious symptoms. In fact, an infection can take whole months or even years before a person knows about it. And then these are just a few incubation periods that they list for some common STIs. Um, general herpes, two days to 14 days. Chlamydia, 14 days to 21 days. Trichomonas, five days to 28 days. Gonorrhea, five days to 30 days. Hepatitis B, 28 days to 42 days. Syphilis, 10 days to 90 days. HIV, two weeks to several years. And when we saw that, we was like, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It says some lab tests can pimp sometimes pinpoint when an actual infection took place, um, but that's particularly true in mainly uh, HIV and syphilis. Um, and so when we read that, I think the thing that we were, were, were like, oh, wow. Because again, you like we said, you immediately probably think, Oh, Joker, you, yeah, you've been cheating. It ain't no pre-existing condition, no pre-existing or no pre-whatever. Now, of course, if y'all have been together for more than these several years that, because that's the longest incubation period um, that's listed for HIV, but yeah. if y'all been together for longer than that, for maybe five years, 10 years, and, and, uh, uh, bust a comment talking about, I got some. Oh yeah, you been cheating, sir. That's a big But listen, so what what I want to do is um not give this as a way out. Right. Um, right. Because we don't never want to do that. This is something I did cheat. Um and I very well, I believe ninety five percent had to catch something. It was there's no other difference way to say it. I'm not positive how, when it actually happened, but I had to have something because when I urinate, it was fire. So, we went through that, got there, but what, what can happen is if you catch something in your relationship, and what I'm saying is not ours, but in your relationship, mm -hmm. that men use this. So, you can't have this happen seven times in your relationship and you say you have to cheat. Right. Especially like I said after the incubation period. Yeah, it just can't. Right. It is longer or whatever. It just it has been, your relationship has exceeded that time. Um, it says treatment failure because that can be happen as well. Yeah. And again like Johnny said we're not giving you know those of you who may want an out because yeah. you know you're doing something and you want to turn it. Well you know I no, no, no. On um, Holy Podcast, they no, say they can no, sit no. in you. No, say, no, 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 no. Read no, it for no. yourself. Carry your tail to the dog. Right. It says uh, the the STI occurs that occurs in a monogamous partner may actually be the recurrence of a previous infection that was treated but unsuccessfully. So that's what what we're giving you this information for to let you know that. This part of it is possible. Yeah. Again, not an excuse if you know you're doing something. You Don't cheat. Stop cheating. Some STIs that are thought to have been resolved after treatment may defy the odds. 
So this, in this particular case, they're talking about syphilis um, with advanced or secondary um, syphilis is, was the example. And uh, what they were saying was the early syphilis is almost always cured with a single injection of the benzathine penicillin G. But then they also mentioned a threefold risk of treatment failure in people with secondary syphilis compared to those with the primary one, meaning that I guess the, the treatment wasn't effective. Um, so they're saying uh, that the in, in that case, the person um, would have had to have a follow-up test that can confirm that the infection was totally cleared up. But if a person didn't have it to make sure that it was, um, they may go for years believing they're infection free so until those symptoms arise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it says if the STI you come down with happens to be one that you or your partner had years earlier and received treatment for, be open to the possibility that the infection is not a new one and it didn't result from infidelity, but rather, um, an old infection that wasn't fully removed when first treated. Um, so what they're saying is that could be you know, something that happens and, and that I know that's not good for your body. Um, so if that has been something, you know, make sure that you follow through with that test. And this may be a single person watching it or somebody who just got out of a relationship or somebody who had this happen. Make sure you can have that follow up test and get checked and, you know, uh, to make sure that it is fully cleared up. Um, again, you know, it says if you're in a monogamous monogamous relationship and you or your partner develop an STI, keep in mind that the there is a possibility that it could have been caused by an infection that um, happened before you, you know, you became a couple. Especially if it's you're just maybe a, a few months in. Yeah. Or a year in. Or something like that. Again, this is so not. So not. And out for um this is it's so much stuff. Anybody. Yeah, this we found out a lot of stuff, y'all. Um, but it says in the event that your partner did in fact become infected with an STI during an encounter outside of your relationship and passed it on to you. Um, and this, you know, I told you what this said, it says uh then y'all maybe have to have a conversation or several conversations about what's you know what's happening. A couples therapy yeah. might be helpful. To make to be the best choice for your relationship. Again, you your relationship, your situation, you have to do what's best for you. Yeah. We share this stuff to let you know that you can get through it. I was that person who said, if such and such ever happens, peace to the Middle East. If this ever happened, then you have it. But at the end of the day, y'all, I think this is one thing that I wanted to share too. Like during that time of, um, you be beating me. I know you be beating me at night. No? Oh, okay. No, sorry. So listen. I beat her when she asked me to. <laughs> Not on my arm. No, she could play So, but, you know, I think for me during that time frame, like I said, Y'all, the enemy is so is so conniving. Like I said at the beginning, that's what that's the first thing that came to my mind. But after we talked about it and we came to the resolve, and but them days that it took for that them results to come back, them was the longest days ever. She she I was frightened. 
when they told her she might be pause, but she was she was extra calm. She was like, I think that scared you that I was so she calm. She was like, Hey, we need to go for a ride and have a talk. Me. <laughs> And I was driving, y'all. And I, I said, I said, what, I was quiet. I think about? I was quiet the entire ride. This, I said, from, what we need uh, to talk about? She said, put your shoe. This just happened. We were maybe about 10 minutes, on. 10, 15 minutes away from the car. On. And then she walked out the door and went in the van. I'm like, what about to happen? What's that? I got in the, I said, you don't want me to drive? She didn't even look at me, y'all. She was in the van like this. She said, no, get in. I said, oh, yeah, I'm dead. She about to kill me. I don't know what about to happen. I got in. She drove slow. They ain't talked to me the whole time. We got to the park. She didn't even look at me. She said, she had a pamphlet. And she took the pamphlet and she said, and I look at it and I said, you tell me. And when I looked at her, she was looking at me. She said, Y'all, these are real conversations that go on in marriages. When I went oh, for real. to get blood to get these coins, they told me I could possibly have HIV, John. And they never let me give no more of my blood ever since that day. Well, you ain't never and, went back. Well, I never went back. But you know what? Even on jobs, when like the blood truck would come yeah. or whatever, I'd be like, <laughs> but listen, I ain't never given so we was in the van for a long time, <laughs> quiet, and I was looking at the pamphlet, and I had like no because everything in my history said it was me, so it literally had me thinking. I'm yeah. like, did I? Did I give my wife? I was lost. She just said, you need to go get checked. And I went and got checked and I didn't have it. And I'm like, I think my test actually came back before yours did. I think it did. Because I was like, and then that had her thinking like, well, if he ain't gave it to me, who did? I'm thinking like, it wasn't no, who uh, you all got it, HIV from? Because it wasn't no, uh, uh, don't, no, it wasn't, what they call it, it wasn't nothing that happened, no previous relationship. We had been together for a long time. Yeah. And I knew that I wasn't with nobody else, but but because that I came was back negative, absolute longest. I came back negative. She didn't get her test back, but they thought she had it. So now I'm thinking. So I literally thought like, well, if she did, I'm not leaving because you know I stepped out. So I might have pushed other step. Y'all, we went through so many different emotions. So I was like, yeah, I got to chalk this one up. I listen to your long day and you know, the battle is not yours. So every day on the way going to work. But it was literally we both we was like we was fighting y'all for our marriage. Like that was a dark time. We was fighting. <laughs> it's like everything we did was for our marriage, but we was looking at life happened before us. And everything was saying that we wasn't supposed to be. It was like, or that we weren't. Going yeah, to that be we together. wasn't gonna make it. It yeah. was like, okay, you done did too much stuff, man. You, it's, you know, you know. And then when I was like, I'm gonna stay with her. You know, if she got HIV. I'm, I'm just gonna take care of her. I'm gonna make sure she's good. You know, I'm, I'm not leaving her because I stepped out. So I, I can't. 
I got to be here for her. And then I would say, what in the world is happening to us? Like, this is not supposed to happen. Yeah. So it was just crazy, y'all. And then when she got her results back and it said she wasn't, that was a relief. Yeah. But that's when the part came when we took like a step back and like, okay, what? What are we doing? What, what is, is going on? Because we like, yeah, HIV, this ain't what our life all this stuff be. happening. I'm like, come on, man. But I, it even it even it would it even went through my mind like, what would my life be like? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, it's like you on when you first hear it, it's like, oh my god, my life is over. Da, 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 da. And then on the other end of the spectrum, it's like, God, you know, whatever this is, God, if it is, I believe that you are going to heal my body. You know, I mean, yes. I'm at that point with the Lord. Like, yeah. you know, I know oh it's gonna be, it. your will is going to be done in my life regardless. Sure. So, like, if this is what, if this, if this light affliction, you know, I, I believe that you can even do this. So it's, it's, it's just crazy. Is how that many, what you felt then? Really? No, no. Like before, right before I got the test back, yeah. I had come to that resolve in my mind because I was like, I can't live like this. You know what I'm saying? For these days, knowing that the if, what if the answer is yes? What if the answer is no? If it's yes, I'm gonna kill myself. If it's yes, you know I'm gonna do this. If it's yes, I'm gonna do yeah. that. It literally had to become like, I mean, I wasn't no superwoman or nothing like that or whatever. Of course, I had days where I just felt like this is not my life. And then there were days when I was like, you know, okay, I'm, I got five kids, a whole husband. So, you know, and I think maybe your test had come back negative. But then in my mind, I'm still thinking, well, it wouldn't show that it was if it wasn't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like I said, like right before I got him back, I had come to, and I like you know, every morning, every morning I was listening to Yolanda Adams. This battle is not yours. Yeah. I'm talking about singing out of the depths of my soul on the way to work. But I, I had come to the resolve like, okay, God, if this is what this needs to be, then okay, you gonna have to help me do this. Yeah. You gonna have you gonna have to help me because this is never what I thought this would look like. And so when I did get the result results back, of course I, you know, praised God and thanked him or whatever and, and told you and stuff like that. But then like you say, then we were left with, okay, what are we doing? Because one, like I said, it showed me that, okay, you know, we are not proactive when it comes to our marriage right now. So like, we, we not, you know, we we're not proactive. We, we, yeah, reactive. But it also showed me that my dependency became, my dependency was on the monies that I was getting from that place. And yeah. so what it, what it quickly came to me was, you know, at, at the end, and it may could have been months later, but... When I look back on that, it showed me like, you know, the Lord, he's provider. Jaira is provider. So it was like that place became a place where I know I could get this amount of money, yeah. these amount of days. You know what I'm saying? Even when we weren't tight for money, I know we I, we could get this amount of money for these amount. of, And then I had to wait for a few days before I could go back and, you know, and, and do it or whatever. But I feel like. The, the Lord all, always allows some things. There are times when he allows things to happen to jolt you back into relationship with yeah. him. And that's because crazy. at that time, my relationship was not. You didn't have the I trust. Didn't, right. It, it wasn't being, you know, it wasn't me saying, God, I know you're a provider. Not that, that, uh, 
that certain, you know, giving blood are not there or whatever. And so I believe that he had to cut that off. Well, I'm going to tell you the crazy thing is, so in our marriage, because I'm not, I've always felt that because you've gotten money from other resources, whether it be your daddy, whether it be your brother, whether it be the, the My boyfriend, yeah, whoever, wherever you get money from. So I've always felt like that's why I've worked like I've worked because I've always wanted to provide. But it, at some point in time, it felt like it just never was enough. Because you always had to get money from someplace else. So that started messing with my self-esteem, of course, other things. But it came to a point to where I said to myself, I said, God, heal my marriage. I need you to fix my marriage. And then fix me. Tell me what I need to do to provide what I need to provide for my wife. And that's when he told me it's not monetary. Mm. It's your presence. Mm. Your presence mean more to your family than the monetary stuff. Yeah. He said, but you got wow. to get that. Yeah. So that's when I completely changed what I was doing in my relationship mm -hmm. because I was going after the money, bringing the money Did you back. Tell me that no. Why? But this I is the, but this is the crazy. Yeah. I've never told Where's you this that. Coming from? But I, I this <laughs> is the part what I thought about. Uh -huh. I said to myself, I knew you went to get plasma maybe one give time it. to give it. Mm -hmm. I did not know you was habitually doing that. Mm -hmm. I did not know. What mm -hmm. I did know was, just like in spades, you always had spades. Don't know where you get them. From. <laughs> right. But I was like, she would always have money. Like, I'm doing the bills. And then I'll be like, well, I want to take you out for your birthday and this, that, and the other. And then you'll be like, blam, $280. I'm like, what you, what you doing? But it came to a point to where I just didn't ask no questions. Yeah. And I should have asked questions. Yeah. And that's where the communication come in. And so it's so much stuff that you can just pinpoint and look at. I should have asked questions. It's a lot of stuff that would have not happened if we would have just communicated. Yeah. But we didn't know. Yeah. I pawned my ring and you didn't know it. I I, I didn't know <laughs> the wedding ring. Y'all I, I pawned my it. whole I... But when we had when we were supposed to go on vacation, the money was looking slim, bam, thousand dollars. She like a genie. I don't know where she get this money from. Every time we turn around, no, but I did not ask questions where I should have. And that was my pretty ring. So that was the whole carrot. Here's the thing. Yeah. That's why we are so protective of our marriage. And people think when we say we're protective of our marriage from y'all, other folk, we're protective of our marriage from ourselves. Because we can get content in something because something is happening and something is being being given or, or some type of monitor, whatever the case is, you can get comfortable there. Yeah. And you know that's a problem, but you never say nothing because it's quenching your thirst, it's doing what it needs to do for right now. But then, what we've always said, you leave that little book in that corner, and you never look at it in the corner. You never acknowledge it. You never pull the red flags out. Next thing you know, that little two-inch booger is not seven-two. And he dragging you around the house. He dragging you through your relationships. You going, you dealing with stuff you never knew you had to deal with. 
So even even y'all, even when we do this stuff, it's real because we have aha moments in our marriage still to this day. So it's not that we've we, arrived. We've arrived. We it's an ongoing thing. It's an ongoing thing. We is We're just no, in a different position. We 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 have no area that we will not discuss. So that's why we sharing this with y'all. It's no area we won't discuss. It's real life. It's real stuff, and we're really here. But looking at what has happened, if I would just ask questions, if I would just said something, so stuff happened in our life to be a red flag to. Say hey, you don't need to do this. Hey, you don't need to do that. It it made me and my wife go to God. She went to God and said, "Lord, you my provider." I went to God and said, "Lord, you I need your help. I can't do it without you. I I need your help. I cannot do this. Tell me what to do." And when He told me, the most valuable thing you can give your family. Is you. It's not the money. I got that. That's the easy part. The hard part is just Joker show up. Be there. Just show up. Yeah. So y'all have seen the light bulb I hop on in our life right now. Live on the podcast right now. So yeah. um you had anything else you wanted to share? No, that was it. Just um you know, if you if you start dating somebody, like <clears throat> I would say, you know, wait till marriage and then you know have sex with them after that. But y'all ain't doing that. It be cheating till the um, day before marriage, and then you know it can still. But a, some some tests are a good thing, you know, before you become involved. That's always a good thing. And that doesn't mean you don't trust them. That just means being you got to earn the trust. Yeah. If I don't know you like that, then I just ain't gonna trust you off the back. So but y'all, we share our our information. We we're transparent with y'all because we want y'all to see that you can get through it. Not because we're perfect right. to this day, but we can get through it. And you know, I've been I've been approached before to say, What make you the expert and what you say and what you do because you done messed up a whole lot. Joker, I'm still messing up to this day. And but there's some things I can tell you that what I've learned Okay, I'm not going to mess up on that no more. Yeah. And I've changed. I'm not the same person. Anybody who's in my circle that knows us, they know we're not the same. Yeah. So I'm good if you don't want to follow us. I'm good if you don't want to do it. I'm, I'm good. But like my wife said, well, we got to put on a t-shirt. What'd you say, baby? We ain't for everybody. We for somebody. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. And on that note, and God is most kind. He's been most kind. Yeah. And he still is. And we thank him for keeping us. Just he kept us. He kept us. Don't know why. Amen. Yeah, I do. I know why. For this moment right here. Yeah. com. All things attached to us will be on there. You can find us everywhere. YouTube, everything. We gonna be out, y'all. This has been Moments with the Mowgli's Night Night Edition. I am your man, John Mowgli Jr. And I'm Seller's wife, y'all. We suck like an ordinary cup. With extraordinary purpose. Peace out, y'all. Night night.